Hi and welcome to the Money Girl Club. My name is Valerie and in this show we will talk about money and investing without the attitude. Hello and welcome in the second season of the Money Girl Club. I'm so excited to be here again. Uh, I'm also really stoked that you are here again too. So welcome back. I have taken a long summer break. So in July and August, uh, I decided to let the podcast rest for a little bit and to have, well, rest myself a little bit too. Don't ignore breaks, people. They are important. Um, but now we are back and I'm so happy to be back. I love podcasting and I love the fact that I can give you so much information through this medium. Um, now, I have decided to switch things up a little bit um, in comparison with season number one. In season number one, I gave you tons of information about money, money mindset, investing, etc. And a new episode uh, was dropped every week. In season number two, you will receive a new episode every two weeks and you will still get a lot of information about money mindset, money management, investing and much more. But I decided to uh, introduce something new. And if you have followed me or if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen it already. Um, but I decided to have guests on the show. I thought it would be a really cool addition uh, to let other people do the talking for a bit um, and to introduce you to their views on money and how money impacts their life. I thought it would be really interesting to have other people talk about money and um, yeah, to let it be an inspiration for you um, and see if you agree or not agree or uh, yeah, maybe learn a thing or two. Um, yeah, really, really interesting. I'm super enthusiastic about this. And I'm kicking off season number two immediately with an interview that I did. So I had a conversation with Jacinta. She is a photographer and brand expert living in Spain, which intrigued me, not gonna lie. <laughs> and um, we had a very interesting conversation about money mindset and travel for quite a bit. I'm sure you will enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed it. We had a very fun talk. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Jacinta. Enjoy! Um, this is the beginning of season two and I'm coming in with something new here so this is the first for the money girl club um i am having a guest over um, i'm really excited about that because i want you to connect with how i do things and um, i want you to learn from other people as well so that is why i am interviewing guests and today i'm welcoming yacinta on the show so i'm very happy to have you here uh, here yacinta and can you tell me something about yourself uh, what's your name and what do you do Okay, so I'm uh, Jacinta Simons, or Simons, it sounds more international. <laughs> I'm half Dutch, half Belgian, um, but I live in Spain at the moment. I'm a personal brand uh, photographer, really enthusiastic one, and an online brand expert, uh, which means I help women to build their own strong personal brands. I do that, of course, with badass brand photos, but also with a badass uh, brand design, which means like logo, brand colors, Instagram feed, website, that everything uh, fits together and that you can uh, attract the clients you want 
and push away the clients you don't want. That's the idea. And my bigger vision is actually to really empower women to go for their wildest dreams and uh, yeah, also to be confident to do that because I really feel, especially we women, we play it too small and uh, we can achieve so much more if we just believe a bit more in ourselves and have a bit more confidence. Um, so that's my mission and I'm super happy to be here today. Thank you for the invitation, uh, Valerie. Um, and yeah, let's talk about money. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I love that you say that you want to push away uh, people you don't con have a connection with and you want to attract the people you do have a connection with. Uh, I think that's really, really important nowadays. Um, so yeah, I was really triggered, by the way, by the, the, the little sentence in your bio uh, that you're not for everyone. Putting in the boundaries. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. You know, I'm really happy that you noticed that. Um, that's the thing what you really want to do with your brand, with your personal brand. You really want to push people away that do, are not for you and you want to attract the people that do belong to you. So you got triggered by uh, that sentence like, I'm not for everyone and that's also how I feel about it. Um, so you belong to my tribe to say it in that <laughs> yeah. way and other people would say like, oh my God, what is, uh, you know, what is she writing here? So they will not, um, so that's actually what you want to do. You want to be a magnet for the people that, uh, yeah, that match your energy, that match your uh, vibes. And yeah, that's also what I do with, with the branding, as I said. So I'm really happy that uh, you noticed that and um, yeah. Yeah, really cool. And um, so... I noticed that you live in Spain. You told me that, and, and I saw that on your uh, Instagram. Um, and before we go into why that is, I I heard you mention before that freedom is really important for you and that you want to empower women to do more with their lives. So has moving to Spain something to do with that, with that freedom feeling? Um, yeah, I think, of course, it's it's very important. Um, it changed a lot of things for me. Moving to Spain gave me uh, a bigger uh, perspective on my life and on uh, the things I need to do. And my village, I was kept small by the people there, by the village itself. And here I live in a city. I meet different people. And also in the beginning, because, of course, I arrived alone. I was only by myself so I didn't have these uh, people it can be your parents or it can be your friends who say oh no this is crazy this is I just did the things I wanted to do and and maybe there was crazy sometimes but it helped me expand you know and I met also the right people here and also when I was traveling who really who didn't look at me when I say something um, yeah in the village they would call it crazy or they would say I'm a dreamer and here, here they would say like oh wow that's amazing you should do it and yeah of course or you know they, they start thinking with me how I could achieve it and it was such a different vibe and um, I really believe that moving abroad um, expanded of course my, my myself but also my business and um, it gave me so much opportunities um, already so um, yeah yeah I can really imagine that uh, I myself grew up in a small town as well uh, with very conservative, very loving network, but very conservative. Um, and I had big dreams and they weren't always welcomed. So um, I traveled um, on my own for four months, um, which was quite a shock for my parents. <laughs> I went to Australia, um, like the furthest you can get from Belgium. That was probably it. Uh, and then I traveled with my now husband uh, for a year. So um, yeah, I get I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. 
That is so funny, yeah, because we don't know each other, Valerie, but um, you see that we have a lot of uh, things um, in common, and I really love that because also most of my clients or the people I get in contact with or other female entrepreneurs, we all have this, you know, thing that we want to do things different, we love to travel, you know, um, and that is what connects, and I really like that because... I can talk about this also for hours, but it brings yes. me back to personal branding because personal branding is really connecting, connecting with uh, your clients actually in different uh, ways. So yeah, exactly. Could you say that? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So I think for me, the the moment that I began traveling, I saw what the possibilities were, freedom wise. Uh, but I also realized I would need money to do that. Um, what's your opinion about that? Let's maybe start by asking, I'm going to start by asking you, what is your mindset about money? Do you feel negatively or positively towards money? That is a very good one, actually, because I don't know sometimes. <laughs> really, I think I, I, I feel very positive about money, but sometimes I also feel that I... Um, how do you say that it's not always true that I have thoughts in my head that say the, the contradiction uh, yeah, how the opposite it? yeah yes but the opposite and um, about the travel parts when I hear you say that like you need money to travel I would disagree because that is already a limiting belief right because it's like I need money, so I cannot go before I have money, but there are a hundred thousand different ways to travel. It's like, it's what you want, of course, you know, mm -hmm. it's not, it's which kind of travel do you want? But for example, I traveled also through South America. I worked sometimes in a hostel to save money so I could, you know, I only had to pay, um, yeah, for, no, I didn't have to pay anything. I only had to pay, um, I had to work, but I got like the food and the stay for free. Yeah. So I didn't spend money at that uh, point. For example, last um, month I went to Lisbon and I swapped my apartment uh, with another girl. So it didn't cost me money to stay in Lisbon. So there are different ways, but I, of course, you need um, a bit of money to, um, how do you say, to maybe do the things you want to do, but in, in essentially to travel and I think It would even be a challenge, but I think you could even do it without money. I, I yeah. really believe that. I think it's really interesting that you say that. Um, because um, the way I think about money, it is, to me, money is a tool. And it is a tool to design the life of your dreams. And nowadays, there is hardly anything that you can do without any money, let's say. Um, And, but I do think it's interesting that you dive into the how of traveling and how can you travel with a low budget or e even no budget. And that is already miles ahead of most people because most people think you have to save up for tens of thousands of euros and then you can book your trip around the world. And you're right there. That's absolutely not true. Um, I did the same. I frequently got asked whether I had uh, won the lottery or if I got an an inheritance, which is not the case. Um, and I, I tend to ask people, are you married? Do you have a car? And most of the times they, they answer, yes, yes, I do, I have. Um, and that's roughly around the same budget that I use for a year of travel. Exactly. Um, it's very funny because I think you had a bit the same, but when I was traveling, I got a lot of messages from people like, oh, I wish I could also do it. And you know, but I don't have the money and this and that. 
And then I said the same, yeah, sell your car, yeah. sell your clothes. Um, I don't know, go work, if you, if you really believe you need money, okay, go working for three, four months to save. If you really want something to happen, you can make it happen. And um, that is also a mindset, and I think you have it also, but my mindset is if I want something, I go for it. And yeah. I will, if, for me traveling is super important, so for me giving up other things like a car and, um, I don't know, even my house, you know, it's like for me it was worth it, but if you don't want it that badly, you will never go. But you yes. use just excuses to, to not do it, but then I also believe you don't want it bad enough, because mm -hmm. it is possible. If you are creative, it is like... What I said before, you have so many ways to, to, to travel. So if you really want to make it happen, you can. I, I really believe in that. Yes, I think so too. It's, it's a matter of priorities. And um, if you are not ready to sublet your apartment or to let go of your stuff, then, then don't. I'm not saying that you should, but right. it's just a way. Um, and, and I think that's where the key lies. It's in thinking in possibilities and not in problems. Uh, and exactly. your limiting beliefs around money are really, really important to tackle first before you can even start to think about getting more money. Exactly. So, yeah, what I say, like, you need money to travel, it's bullshit, actually, because it is not true. It, what I say, it depends on how you want to travel. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's the same for you, but when I was traveling for a year, I slept in dorms, right? I slept in dorms with people, 14 people, 10 people. I know a lot of my friends in Belgium would never ever do that. But for me, it was worth it to see the world. So I'm not. I was not staying in five star hotels a year long. You know, it's it's a different yes. uh, way of traveling. I think that's so, really yeah. important that people realize that us going traveling long term is not the same thing as taking a holiday for two weeks. <laughs> it's a completely different thing. Uh, yeah. Us two, we slept in a dorm in Cambodia for two euros a night. And uh, it was a crappy bed, I can tell you that. No, no surprises there, but we still went to Cambodia. So. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And, and that is for you, at that point, it's not important, of course. I think there is a minimum of uh, comfort that you need to have. Like for me, that's a bed to sleep in, a shower and a toilet. That's what I need, you know. Um, but that part is less important than seeing things, you know, like the experience like of traveling is way more important to me than sleep in a five-star hotel, um, because that is not experience for me. And don't get me wrong, I also love to do that sometimes, huh? but it's my lovely. goal for long-term <laughs> travel was to see as much as possible of the world, and um, that was the goal. So, yeah, it's also which, what I said before, which... Um, holidays or, or travel do you want and what is important for you yes exactly um for the record i just want to state that this is my priority and obviously yours uh, as well uh, but if your option is or your uh, preference is to stay in five-star hotels i am not judging <laughs> whatsoever no, neither, i love them <laughs> I love and them too, eh? but it's not sustainable. No one no. can do that for a year, right? If you travel for... Yeah, maybe some well. people can. <laughs> can, of course. But I mean, me at that point, I couldn't. So no. it was like, you know, it was on, on a budget a bit. Yeah. I couldn't either. Um, yeah. But it made me pivot in the way I think about money. And um, I was like, okay, I don't want to live like this for the rest of my life to save up and then think about, okay, I want to go traveling for several months. How am I going to pay for that? Am I going to work? How? I want to build more freedom into my life. Um, and 
money provides that not directly but money can provide freedom um by buying you the stuff that you like and that is something that i would like to uh i don't know bring into the open because uh, i think we still have a lot of limiting beliefs about money and a lot of those stem from our childhoods and and school education and i was wondering how that was for you um back at home when you were a child did your parents teach you anything about finance or mon money management? No, it's really bad actually because um, I don't know. I um, it's very funny also because we are three children at home, and um, my parents. I think how do you say they were like um, mid class, so we had money, but we were not rich, you know. So it was also not like oh, we we could do whatever uh, we wanted. Um, but the funny thing is, like, I think in, with, with my brother and my sister, I'm the worst with money, right? I'm a person, YOLO, you know, like, if I spend <laughs> money, I don't care, you know? It's like, I give, give out money very easily. I don't like to restrict myself. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, my brother, he is, um, he was, since he was young, very into finances and, you know, he always saved money and he was always, also, which also means he has money-wise more money than me, you know, it's like, because he was working on that all his life, but we also have a very different mindset on it. It's very funny because we come out of the same family. So I think, yes, there are beliefs, of course, of your parents that you um, adapt to and, and where you grew up to or your family, I think you adapt to it, but it's also part of your, some things are also part of your personality, mm -hmm. I think. I'm a very creative, free person, you know, and I, I really, um, of course, I need money too, but it's like, how do you say, um... I don't add so much value on it as my brother, you know what I mean? Like my mm -hmm. brother could easily say, no, I don't have money for that now, or I don't have the budget, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. I'm someone what I say, like, yeah, no, we only live once, okay, just do it. You know, I, I don't want to limit myself. And so that is funny. A funny, a funny thing for me about the money mindset is that um, I grew up, uh, my parents and actually my family, they always told me, you cannot make money with a creative um, profession. Mm, that sounds really Belgian. That was always <laughs> in my head. So when I left school and I was trying to find a job, I struggled. You know, I struggled and it was hard for me. And um, it's only since a few years that I realized, like, what the hell? You can make money with a creative profession. And um, I feel I'm still fighting sometimes against this. Uh, limiting belief actually of my parents and my family, which I, I hate it because I'm like, I actually don't believe it, but it was so pushed into my, my brain that sometimes when I'm tired or something like that, it still comes up. Mm -hmm. And I really don't believe it, but yeah, it's like, it comes up sometimes. And I know it's not true because I'm seeing the, the other side, right? I'm making my money with uh, being a creative, being a photographer. And I'm not saying, you know, that it's always easy or things like that. I always ha also have um, ups and downs like every business, but it is possible and you can make a lot of money with it also if you want to. So definitely.
Yeah. Yes, but I think that that is something very Belgian that I hear. There. <laughs> um, very conservative, and you're, they're like, go to school, and it's all with the best intentions. But um, yeah, it limits us in the end um, because you're, you're supposed to go to school, get a good degree, uh, and build a nice career, a nice stable career. Uh, don't take too much risks, um, like being um, independent and, and having your own business. That's like, ooh. Isn't that too yeah. risky? And yeah, I totally get what you what you mean with that. Um, but it definitely is possible. But it's a good thing that you're aware of that of those limiting yeah. beliefs and that you can work on it because it's not as yeah. easy to just ditch them ditch them overnight. You know, it's not possible. It's ingrained. No, you grew up with your parents, right? It's, our, it's and your family. So it's from when you are very young until you you leave the house, and then even after, you know. So it's like. It's really hard to, to um, yeah, something that is so conditioned in your in your brain. It's super hard to, yeah, to, to fight against that, right? And that's why I find it so interesting that I still sometimes have these thoughts. Although I know they're not true, I still sometimes have them. So it's like, whoa, and what you say, I'm, I, I notice them so I can... Um, redirect them but also a lot of people are not aware of it right they're not yep. aware of their money mindset or um which thoughts um, of other people are in their heads because at the end what is limiting you most of the time are not your own beliefs it are the beliefs of other people it are yes. their fears their limiting beliefs and it's so sad because that is what keeps you small right and that's also what i realized in the village it was actually not me yeah, I kept myself small because I kept living there, but um, it's actually the people around me that their beliefs, their fears, they projected on me, and that's why I was a bit like not finding my way also. So, and I don't want to blame anyone, it's not about that, but I see no, no. it because I have a distance from it, right? I have a distance from it, I built a life, another life actually, and I, I designed it myself. And I'm surrounded now with people who have good money mindsets, who t think very different about money, who are also entrepreneurs because that's also a different thing. If you have a friend and uh, she is working for a company and you have your business, I don't say they cannot give you advice, but it's a different kind of advice because they don't know what it is like to run a company. Mm -hmm. So yes. some people also have to be careful whose advice you take. Also about money, should I make this investment, should I not? It's also... Yeah, different people have different opinions, but at the end you have to look at yourself and really believe in yourself, like, okay, I can make this decision, you know, I know myself well enough what I need to do in this um, situation, I think. I, I love that you um, said that your network around you, the people around you are really important and, and how they can leave an impact on you. Um, yeah. Because that's true, often it's not intentionally, but most of us tend to have uh, we have our own beliefs and we like to put them on others because we are insecure about something so we don't want to see someone else succeed in the thing we are afraid of so yes. and i don't again i don't think that's intentionally it's kind of a way to protect yourself but it's important that you as an individual recognize that behavior and that you can grow from there um and i think that's a tip I always like to give to uh, to clients and to my friends and family. If you have trouble believing in something that you maybe think you can't do it, maybe look for an example in someone who did it 
who did achieve it. So in your case, a photographer who is, who is really and brand expert who is really su successful, go follow yeah. them. And that really, really helps in establishing that belief in your head and that trust. I remember, uh, to come back to the traveling, but I remember that I was, I think Instagram was just coming up, right? And then I saw all these pictures of women traveling all over the world, and I was always jealous, you know? Jealous, mm -hmm. but in a good, you know, not like, uh, but jealous in a way that I was like, oh, I also want this. And, yes. you know, like, I always had this feeling, I want this. And at one point, I just realized, but yeah, you sent that, then go do it, you know? Go do it. And... If they can do it, you can also do it. So, uh, but it's finding a way to do so. And um, exactly what you say, like you have to look for examples that it's possible. Um, I remember I wanted to travel, then I started following an, a woman who uh, was a digital nomad at the time, and she would go there and there. And you know, it was very interesting to see that because for me, in the village, everyone was just like staying there and not not traveling or not doing anything so to have examples like people doing different things and things you want to do it gives you also this confidence you know like if they can do it that's probably a good shot that i can also do it yes, so definitely then you get more motivated you know it's, it's really um nice to see them if you if you can see that it's possible you will start to believe it yourself that it's possible and within reach for you too as well Exactly. Uh, so I think that's there's a lot of bashing on Instagram and social media nowadays and partly I do stand behind that um, but I think that's a really good element of Instagram and other social media is it, it's giving us that window to look into the world and to see what others are doing and um, instead of being envious be inspired by it because you can really get inspired by people around you that's the thing, like, I, I read it somewhere, or I saw it somewhere, but um, the feeling I said about jealous, I'm, I'm never really jealous, but you know, this feeling that you mm -hmm. have, like, oh, I would also want that, it's a really good indicator, actually, of what you really want in your life, you know, yes. if you see on Instagram people traveling, and you get this feeling, like, oh, I, oh, you know, then you know, like, okay, I need to go that direction, if you see uh someone having a baby or having children and you have that you know it's a good indicator of which way you want to go and um if you have that feeling i would also invite you to then do you know do something about it because it means that yeah it triggers something in you and you really want that and um i also want to give a side note of course for instagram because we also know nowadays you know everything on instagram that is put out there a lot of times it's also a kind of um, it's not reality reality mm -hmm. right so also keep in mind like the behind the scenes what I say like when I was traveling I was not photographing my dorm where I was sleeping sleeping in you know I was <laughs> photographing the things I was seeing absolutely you know, it's only one percent and um, the behind the scenes people didn't really know about so it could be that i was uh, maybe sleeping in, in a but you know that's what people make up in their minds but also keep in mind like um it's never really reality and um it's only one percent of the reality yes right? so, um i think that's also important to understand yeah definitely you should definitely realize that and i i try to lead by example by uh, almost never <laughs> uh, by, by always showing the bad sides as well and I think that's important that we all do that uh, but of course it's it's more fun to show the nice things <laughs> so 
It's something that yeah, we have I to keep also, in mind. Um, I, str no, I, I struggled with that a bit in the beginning because, you know, I, I came on Instagram and when I was traveling, of course, everything, like for me, everything was amazing, right? Because I was traveling all um, And then I started my business again and then I started with Instagram also more to, to um, yeah, to connect with my clients. And I re was starting to realize, like, actually, I'm only posting when, when things are good and, you know, and I try to also uh, be, um, how do you say, be honest about um, about that. Um, for example, it's, for me, it's also a working point because actually, I, I think it's maybe something also human. Like you don't really yes. want to show when things are not so great or, you know, when something goes wrong. But then I realized the women I really admire, the people I follow, they also sometimes share when things are not going well. And it's makes me also um, admire them actually more because then I see like, oh yeah, okay, they're also, you know, normal people and they also sometimes uh, struggle and um, so what you say also, I try to also do that more. On the other hand, I try to find a balance because for me, my, my brand is about positivity. So I don't want to share every time, you know, every time. I no, know. So I want no. to give it in um, I think you should always um, share the how do they say it? Like the lesson, but not the the drama, you know? It's like... That's a good one. There is something goes wrong, but don't go in the moments, you know, like, ah, hysterical. And like, you don't want to post that on Instagram. And it's also not necessary, but you can then say that next day or two days later, like, hey, this happened to me. It sucks, you know, but uh, yeah. I learned this from it. So then you give actually a positive um, swing also to it. And you're like being also vulnerable but also sharing when it's not going that uh, yes. well. I think that's important. I, yeah, I really agree with that because um, I'm, well, people turn to me for help with money and investing and I want to be a good example, but I struggle from time to time as well. I'm only human and life happens and uh, I don't have any financial issues anymore. I had them in the past and it, mm -hmm. I think it's because I had financial problems that I am a good at helping others because I know how it feels. I know what you are going through and I know how you think about the future and um, maybe the things you can and cannot do. Uh, so I've been there and I think by sharing that, I can help people even better. Exactly. That's what makes you the best. If you're never there, you can never also understand uh, what someone is going through. and. Um, it's so important that also the clients you work with or people even that they feel yeah recognition and also what you said that you are human right it's not um because you're in, in finance and that is your thing that you also that you don't make mistakes it's impossible you know mm -hmm. it's impossible and um i think we have to be also more honest and vulnerable about that and which is not easy and eh? i think especially about money <laughs> yeah especially also about money because there's also yeah a big uh, taboo also sometimes about it right yeah. like um if you I if you know. admit that you don't have enough money then society looks at you like you have failed which is not the case um and everyone money, struggles yeah tell me because let me tell you i work i have my business but i still work part-time and i work at a bank and i can see drama happening every single day. And I think it's a tragedy that we don't have more education about finance because so many people are in trouble, um, but 
those same people are pretending everything is fine so they don't have to deal with the judgment of society and I think that's so sad we don't deserve that we deserve better than that it's true and I also believe it's a bit Belgium culture Western culture um, because I feel that I felt it a lot in Belgium like there was always this pressure of you know like um, earning money working um, having a house having a car having everything together that also a lot of our value of who we are we put on these things right mm -hmm. put on the things like of having money of having a house of having a car um, yeah. and I actually dis detached a bit from that so um, I know even if I don't have money, I still feel worthy and I'm still allowed to be, you know, it's like it's having money does not um, define my words. And I think if you can disconnect from that and detach from that, it gives you so much freedom. And I can tell you, like, in Belgium, I was living in this really big house, you know, it was like luxury, everything. We had this amazing shower and it was like, Wow, and then I moved to uh, Valencia, but maybe also a lot of people don't know, is that I was living in the beginning, so I came from this big house, then I went traveling, I slept in dorms with 14 people, and then I came to Valencia and I shared an apartment, right? And I was standing in this small, small shower, like I could barely move myself, and I was standing in the shower and taking a shower, and I closed my eyes and I thought like, I don't have money or not a lot of money, but I'm so happy, and um, how do you say, like, I don't know how to say it, I think the more you can detach from having money, and also viewing people, like, we also have it in the Western world, you know, someone who is driving a big car and has a good job, yeah. <laughs> and we feel that they are, you know, more than us, more successful, it's not true, and, yeah. it's, not true. it's like, who you are inside and what you have to offer the world and I don't know I, I, I found it, gave, it that also gave me a lot of freedom like to detach myself from money and status because at the end it has nothing to do with me like nothing you know and I think if more people would have that we would also live in a, in a different world I think like, I, I think um, so too I think I I still i do believe that money is important it's the way it is in this world but i think a healthy mindset towards it is crucial um i would go as far as stating that once you get over that mindset that money represents power and success and that you like you said detach from it um then it will be even easier to get money <laughs> because you are not desperately chasing it constantly to prove something to the world um and uh, yeah, you, you need to have a healthy attitude towards it. I think that's the key in everything. Um, like, yeah, I know many people who have a big mansion and two cars and seem successful, uh, but are actually in debt. Yeah, and also, you know, what is success for you? It can be different things for different people. I sometimes hear people, oh, if I have this amount on my bank account, then I will be happy, then I will be... But that's not exactly thing. also you know I, I also agree with you you know you need money i don't want to say like everyone needs money uh whatever but it doesn't mean if you achieve that thing in your head that you're happy if i can compare it with my own life like in belgium i had everything i wanted everything i had a house a car i had a good income i could do whatever i wanted i had 
this money freedom thing. I had it, but I was so unhappy with my life that I think like, what is the point then? You know, what is the point of having this uh, money? And then also the traveling opened my eyes. Like I traveled to South America. I, I saw poor people. I saw, you know, I saw a lot of things, but they live more by their heart. And mm-hmm. I think we live by our head. And I think it's a combination. It's important, but yes. only living by your head, only chasing the money. I don't believe in that. No. I, maybe I'm a bit too spiritual for that, but I saw things there like they think that we, you know, have it all together in Europe. We have it all together. But when I was there, I was saying, you know what? They have it. It's together. actually you. Because yeah. <laughs> they are so warm. They live by nature. They they live for their creativity. They they don't when I say they don't have a lot of money, but they are so warm and they share. And even if we are so rich in Belgium, that's also what I realized. And, and we hoard. So super rich. <laughs> But we want to keep everything for ourselves and it's like you know we get we get we get we don't give and i don't believe that is what makes us happy i really don't believe that mm. it's uh, um yeah it's yeah not. i do think uh the definition of success is to reach whatever makes you happy and not yeah. what is in your bank account and if whatever makes you happy costs more money, then you will need more money. And if whatever makes you happy is cheap, then it's cheap and there's everything is fine. I think yeah. that's the way to go. Yeah. Nice, um, nice how you said that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what I also do is I help people with investing. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, because that seems to be a, a, a tricky issue <laughs> with a lot of people, a lot of women especially, sadly, in Belgium, um, are you investing? Have you ever invested or are you planning to? So there's a thingy. I, my brother was here uh, the last six months, more or less. And what I said, he's into money. And he said to me, Asenza, it's time you start to invest. You know, it's time you, you get your finances uh, serious and that you do it. <laughs> um, I never invested. Um, I also, I tried to, you know, I try I looked at some things, blah, 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 but I also, I think I want to invest at one point in um, real estate because that's more my thing. I don't want to go into crypto because it's like, it doesn't uh, appeal to me. So I think it's important when you invest, hear me say, I don't know, but you know, like if you invest, I think it's important for me at least to invest in something that uh, fits with me. Absolutely. Um, so that's actually what I uh, want to do. And I will also get the help of my brother to invest in, um, how do you say that in English? Is it stocks like Andela? Yeah, um, the stock market. Um, yes. He knows a lot about that. So I, I want to um, get a bit more serious about that. And also uh, what is important for me, like what I said before, the freedom. And if I can, um, you know, do that, it would also, it would give me maybe a bit more security for the future. But also I'm trying to focus now with my business, you know, the money that comes in, but also some passive income. So I want to have different um, money flows. Yes. Uh, you know, one for the future, one security, one um, more passive, one active, so that it's more a, a complete a circle and not only the traditional way of um, yeah earning money and spending money and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm 
I'm thinking about that now, right? You know, I okay. didn't start that, but it's now in my head. Well, before it was not. Uh, before, I think the last five years, money was the last thing on my mind. I was like, oh my God, I chased the money like for 30 years and now I just want to have freedom. I want to do whatever I want. I don't want to think about money even. I don't want to think about it. I just want to do what I want. And that's what I did the last years. And now I feel like, okay, I want to get a bit more serious and um, yeah, also uh, be a bit more of control of that again now. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have the balance, yeah. And I guess that the thing holding you back apart from the mindset was uh, the fact that you don't really know that much about it. Uh, actually also, yeah, I didn't know much about it. I still don't, uh, I still don't actually. Um, so for me, it's a bit Chinese, everything. I do understand, you know, like, uh, yeah, you, you invest and you want to get more money, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's Chinese. And because also, it doesn't interest me that much, you know. Mm-hmm. For my brother, it's something. It's interest. He likes it. And I have that with photography and traveling, but not with, with finances or money, right? Uh, but I know I should um, I should do it. And I will do it. I will do it. I, um, and if I don't know how to do it, I will get help for it. That's what you do, right? If I I'm not the best in that, but I can have people who help me, and um, yeah, I'm sure it will it will be fine. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, that if you I don't know if you feel sick, you go to the doctor. If your hair uh, is looking like shit, you go to the hairdresser. And I think if you need help with doing anything in life, you just ask someone to help you with that. Um, and I think investing is definitely something that especially our generation will need to build that security. But I think it's a very good thing that you said that you need to find something that suits you because there are a lot of ways of investing and, uh, I'm happy that you said that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I won't convince you. <laughs> I just no, I think it's really it. interesting. I know it. I know it. Yeah. I know. I always love people love asking people that uh, just to make them aware that there is more than just the stock market and it can actually be really interesting if you find that one thing uh, that suits you. Um, yeah. Okay, so then well we're getting near one hour already, so oh, it's, wow, so yeah exactly. I'm I could keep talking about this for hours, you know, especially when it's in, uh, involving travel. Um, But I'm going to wrap this discussion and this uh, interview up. I just have one more question that I will ask you that I'm going to ask everyone who comes on the podcast here. And I'm going to ask you to answer it shortly. So just say whatever comes to mind. Imagine that you win the lottery tomorrow and you win like millions, like you never have to work again. What is the first thing you do? Travel. Travel. No, it's... it's, it's No, travel and buying property and uh, make a plan to um, earn more money with it and also help more people with it. Like okay. I would expand my mission of empowering women. I met a girl in Colombia, for example, who never went to the beach, a single mom. You know, I would um, give back to the world, but also make sure I make more money to help more people and to... Um, How do you say? I really believe sometimes the money is not in the wrong hands, but good more good people need to earn more money because yes. we have to have more power in that way, you know, because I really would believe we can be a good change for the world or we can help it instead of 
ruin it you know like yeah oh my god yes definitely i uh <laughs> i think that's a nice quote to end this uh interview on is i i always say money is not bad or good money is a tool and bad people with a lot of money do a lot of bad things but good people with money do a lot of good things so yes, exactly. i think we can agree on that right yes okay so it was lovely talking to you it was very nice to have you here on the show um, and I hope that everyone enjoyed, everyone that is listening. And uh, yeah, I would say let's stay in touch. And I wish you lots of fun uh, in Spain. And um, yeah, maybe we'll talk soon again. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Valerie. I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I really liked the conversation. Like, it was about money, but not only, you know, like uh, talking about that, also travel. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, that was my first ever guest on the show. I really loved it. We had such a fun conversation. I hope you enjoyed it too. Um, and yeah, I'm curious to know uh, whether you agree or disagree or maybe you found some things um, familiar. Maybe you recognize some feelings. If so, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I, I would love to know what you think. If you want to read what we talked about um, at your own pace, I will link in the show notes to the blog post that will be put online after this episode is aired. So you can read everything on thismoneygirl.com. But again, I will post the link in the show notes. Okay, that was it for today. And I will see you again in two weeks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Money Girl Club. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to a friend and I will send you lots of good karma if you subscribe and give me a review. Have a wonderful day and see you in two weeks.